2: Here it is, another episode of the Infinite Banter Podcast. I am Mark Jolliffe a.k.a. DJ Soundwave. Big up for listening to the show. Shout out to Percy P., who was on my last episode. Real honor talking to him, playing some of his songs. And if you have not heard that episode, go back and check it out. Listen to him talking about his legendary battle with Lord Finesse back in 1989. Definitely check out that episode. This episode right here, really excited to bring this one to you. Another hip-hop guest, actually two of them. Griff and Scorsese, producer MC team, had albums in the past like Dream Team and they got a new one coming out this September called Midnight Express and they're really right up the alley of this podcast because I talk about wrestling and comic books and nerd stuff and they rap about that so it's just really cool this, to talk to these dudes and you're, you're going to really get a kick out of this interview with them. We talk about everything from their music to hip-hop but then we got to talk about wrestling, a little bit about Transformers. Uh, Marvel movies, DC movies, and I actually speaking of movies, I actually have to defend myself on one of my favorite movies of all time, Juice. Uh, well, you'll you'll listen to that, you'll you'll hear what I'm talking about, but uh, <laughs> definitely check it out. Really fun talking to these dudes. Support good music. You can hear their music on InsubordinateRecords.com, and if you use the special code Banter, you will get a discount on any merch, music, and such from their website InsubordinateRecords.com. Really excited to talk to these guys. Going to play three songs from. Them them. exclusive songs you have not heard anywhere else coming from their new album Midnight Express dropping this September on Insubordinate Records. Make sure you follow the show on Twitter at Infinite Banter, Instagram, Infinite Banter Podcast, Facebook, Infinite Banter, and there are clips of past guests on YouTube. Just search Infinite Banter. You can hear the show on all digital platforms like Spotify, Pandora, Pod Hero, CastBox, iTunes. Anywhere you hear your podcast, it is there. But before we get started, before we talk to Griffin Scorsese, and before I have to defend myself about Juice being one of my favorite movies, (laughs) the show does not begin until the legend himself, the one and only DMC, says this
1: yo yo what's up this is me dmc the k-i-n-g the greatest mc in history and right now you're listening to infinite banter because we will banter on forever because this is the only place for all of y'all to ever be i be infinite banter
2: all right before we talk to Griffin Scorsese, let's go ahead and play one of their songs off of their album Midnight Express dropping this September. This right here is Ode to Camp Low with Alaska. Big Camp Low fan, so can't wait to play this song for you guys right here on the Infinite Banter Podcast. On the other side of this, we will talk to Griff and Scorsese on the Infinite Banter Podcast. Here it is, Ode to Camp Low.
3: Another day, another dollar. The mountains of Guatemala. Sipping dollars, they're above dividing up a metropolis. Metroplex is formally absorbing. Baron Corbin and Cashmere. Smooth and a half away. Put the cash away, we cast away. All the bellies slide two times. the staring catching all Alzheimer's. On balconies, hurting calories. Bumping their guns, Rubbing cocaine on their tongue. We belong to Switzerland. Skiing slopes. Sniper zero scopes. Fleet of coast. Handwritten notes. Kids seeing ghosts. The Gucci suede. 30 shooters moving with a boots fade. Maneuver K's like Superdash. Palm Springs, we drink the days we came for Lay's, Doritos, extra green and our Mojitos. we heroes for hire, with a the fists like gyne, the bull we treat like China, the fools we treated like virus, our revival calls the rivals to despise us. Put the tap on my shoulder, I call Alaska now, up now, right now.
1: now.
3: now
4: yeah, 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 This, 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 We on that 88 Rock, him, Dapper Dan, custom joints. Stop us out in customs, custom models. scuff my lattos. had scuff a scuffle out in Bay Ridge. Couple kids playing space invaders. Tried to take my Ava Rex and failed like the Bay of Pigs. Bass in your face, got a taste for that Ricky Lake. Average white girls, now your mouth's numb from licking flakes. Red sickle takes, read the tea leaves, T D Jakes. Me, I'm selling CDs and blend takes. From ben Franks. Yo, catch me in my trap of wall aviator. Red, white, and blue Dr. J's for my ABA. I my lake, wake up and smell the coffee. Trying to make the type of bank to give this shit to my offspring. Financial freedom from street dreams and rubber bands. Got me rapping like I'm Birdman when he's rubbing hands. Used to have a crush on my darling in line of and Lana sands. Fat ass flat earth, and all my shirts are monograms. Way to get lit. What, what? the
1: flowers. Yeah
4: an this, 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 this What? but This is what you can for, kid. Big Daddy cane and Cambridge. Dropping slang is the fattest shit bang it tits. We casing bank and escaping it out to Anchorage
3: and banging back and forth talk. You know that hanging shit. Rusty pliers, pissed. The squadron zip Hundred thousand dollar rent, gold embroidery, kingly collar fit. Our team connect, muscle links with collagen. Skin in the game, economist. You were incompetent. competent. Sweater game
4: for college men. You will see the. Coliseum colour pop connie aside, you getting Molly Wy
3: Double dollar cream wallies, that the killer bees, We steam broccoli, fizzy boobies T.S. teas, rock, 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 Rockin' beef and play
4: speaker box, speaker speak of boxing the denali at the meek rally, seat, reclining chief and also sweet Maui.
3: <laughs> Sour diesel, with Shaq Kobe. Black mama tucked in the cast phony. Blasphemy baloney, it's Coney Island. We corner ponies. Adam Stam Zip Squad, Master Ceremonies, Alaska pushing Benz wagon. So whip the beam and carrot only. Don't ever try to shake our hands. Cause
1: you never know me You fuck me. Hey yo yo what's up It's the Monarch of the Septuanian Legendary lethal lyricist The master craftsman Percy P You're listening to Infinite Danter With DJ Soundwave y'all Boom
2: You're checking out the Infinite Banter Podcast. I am Mark Jollof, a.k.a. DJ Soundwave, and I'm joined by an MC producer combo, the one and only Griffin Scorsese. They got a joint coming out, Midnight Express, and they are here on the Infinite Banter Podcast. Big up to both you guys. What's up, dudes?
5: Hold on. Hold on. DJ Soundwave. Yeah. Here's your first mistake, all right? What's up? When you introduce Griff Scorsese, you introduce us properly. Jason Griff, producer extraordinaire. Oh shit. Scorsese Lord Jones, <laughs> aka Miss Back and Chip's song record, crushing every single enemy. They have created
3: Griff Slash Scorsese. The dream team. Stokely Hathaway joint
5: in stores now. The remix project catch point. And we're on Infinite Banter with DJ Soundwave. I don't know if I can curse yet, so I'm trying to be PG. Go ahead, curse you all you the... want. Oh, shit, damn motherfucker. You know who's in the building man? This motherfucker's for a safe, bitch. I'm going in. You hear me? Infinite fucking banter. What's good, man? How y'all doing tonight?
2: Man, man? that's how you started off right there. <laughs> <laughs> for a second, I thought I was going to have to stop it and re-record. It's like, oh, shit. They calling me out Hell on my own no. show. He- <laughs> elite heel Tactics. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) because I didn't really do a good Howard Finkel intro there, so I was like, "Wait a minute, wait a minute, I didn't write it correctly." so <laughs> how you guys doing man <laughs> all right
5: man we're doing great it, it, excited we got so much going on um thank you again y'all seriously. thank you for having us on i uh, can't wait to talk to your audience
2: oh yeah without a doubt man so you guys uh obviously got a new album coming out but let's introduce you guys to the audience here uh both of you talk about who you are and how you guys got started
6: all right you can go first sir
5: no 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 this group was called Griff Scorsese. That's Scorsese Griff.
6: All right. Uh, yeah, I'm Jason Griff. I'm a Illinois native. Uh, I lived in the country. I lived in Chicago. I lived in... <laughs> then I moved to Brooklyn.
2: Chicago and in now the house. I'm back
6: in. Uh, now I'm back in Chicago. Started making beats in, like, the early to mid-2000s and uh, had some successes, had some failures, went really strong. Uh, and then I kind of stopped in, like, 2011-ish and... Um, just actually started picking it back up, like, within the last couple of years, and uh, shit is going great. Projects with my friend Scorsese here, as well as Alex Ludovico, working on shit with uh, extended family, such as Zilla Rocco, Curly Castro.
5: Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. hold on. You're, you're giving him
6: too much. You're giving him too much. You... not yeah, this, this, this is uh this is, he said, what are you working on? What are you done? Oh, no, we're going to get to that in a second. <laughs> like, Alright, so cool. So you can see who knows how to cut a promo here and who doesn't. Okay. All right. Ouch.
5: Cuz I mean he's, oh man, he not he didn't, he didn't he didn't put you over. He didn't, you know, he came in all, oh, yeah. Oh, that's F-. minus. All right, look man. It's your boy Scorsese, man. I'm Philadelphia native. Um I've been rapping pretty much most of my life and I ran in the Grift uh, about 2 years ago now. I was working on another project, A World Only Gods Know. Uh, you can get that right now. And I was looking for remixes. Our mutual friend, uh, Raka, shout out to the Wrecking crew, was like, yo, you should work for Jason Griff. I'm like, who the fuck is Jason Griff? They like, oh, go, it's a producer. <laughs> <laughs>
7: That's you know
5: a fair question, question though. <laughs> and he goes, goes oh no he's known for remixes like he's really dope like remix artists love like remixing beats cool i was like i'll i'll listen to his shit but uh give me some other producers i actually know and uh you know did that shit i went and started listening to some of the stuff that jason griffin's done and i was like wow this guy's actually kind of dope you hit him up and he was like yo you know it cost this much for the beat or whatever blah, blah 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 he sent me back like crazy like indian flute beat like the original was like hard driving drums and horns and i was like yo this shit's fucking dope uh all right let's, but you got the, the lyrics wrong you gotta fix it we went back and forth what's crazy i guess jason was sitting around and he was thinking to himself like yo this random guy Scorsese, the illest fucking rapper i've ever met in my life i gotta work with him or else my life is a waste you can admit you said that i know i was
6: there <laughs> i yeah. I, re- I recall <laughs> i recall uh our next steps beyond the remix um occurring significantly differently i think
5: You've what what had happened
6: was what had happened was <laughs> I put up I put up some random beat on social media somewhere on Instagram or something and you were all like you were all like friend you wanna be friends? You wanna make some music together? And then I was like, I suppose so, sir. And and then it ended up that he actually um he's pretty alright. See no, don't listen to fucking joffrey <laughs> we don't listen to you hear joffrey baratheon
5: over here
2: yeah man i thought it was gonna be like some mega powers shit where like you know hogan and uh macho man handshake together and like the world exploded something like that but you guys are saying I it's can- not really on that level
5: oh i hate this man i hate jason, jason. but here's actually what happened there was a mega powers moment it sent me a beat it popped up in my inbox and i was like oh shit you know uh, he was like, in a short text, like all producers, yo, I just made this beat, you can like it, or you, whatever, I don't care. That's <laughs> bullshit. Literally all producers care, all right? Soundwave, you know, man.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, without a doubt. It's,
5: yeah, it's not like they're going to tell you, like, yeah, you know, you're like, yeah, the left speaker is fine, the right speaker, I don't care if it works. No, you want your shit to be right. He sent me that shit as a fucking challenge, all right? Because no producer sends you a beat and you decide not to use it, they'll never send you shit again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there it is. <laughs>
5: and it, yeah, yeah, so I'm looking at this shit, and I'm like, all right, let me push play. And now I got to write to it. And again, it's like this funky, I think it was damn near like 90 BPM. It was fast as fuck. But... I was like, fuck it. I'm going to show him because he probably thinks that I just do silly rap shit, you know, like rap about guns and selling drugs and whatever. So I was like, all right, I'm going to show you. And so I just started rapping about fucking wrestling.
2: Flip so, like, it the on first him.
5: Bar, yeah, it's like, you know, I go.
2: Surprise roll up right there.
5: <laughs> a gor- you know, a gorgon, a viper, poisonous sniper, molding disciples, holding a rifle, holding your spinal size of a pine cone, cocoa, my knife watching YTM psycho, Okada versus Naito. That's how my mind goes a parka a monster monday night nitro midnight marauders he's spit in that pyro high as the sky go blowing like gyro Blood after blood size of kid Lycos, death by roll up piece the revival no dash no dawson we dashing for portions and so I just all the I just kept going, doing all these different like tag team, whatever. You know what I mean? Just really went into like my wrestling knowledge. And I went I went up to the studio the very next day, recorded it, sent it back. And he hit me and he was like, "Yo, that's fucking ill.
7: And He's that's like,
5: your mega powers. <laughs> and that was the mega power right there. there because, oh, yeah,
2: handshake.
1: <laughs> because he, he caught
5: all the the really ill. But he caught the, the wrestling record. And he was just like, yo, I went. I checked out some other stuff that you did. Um, you really like the wrestling? I like wrestling too, and I was like, well, I'm actually working on a project with uh, Stokely Hathaway, um, who you all know now as Malcolm Bivens of NXT. Right. And I was like, I was like, yeah, like he, I actually, I wrote his his walkout music, and he was with the Ball. Really. Um, so you actually, yeah, you okay. actually listen. This is called Blood on the King's Sleeve. Like that was that's me like rapping in the beat. Like. It's real dope. He asked me to do a mixtape for him i had to write a song for him i had to write a song for uh NJF who was a part of the dream team at the time i had to write a song for low key uh who of course is low ct key because he's fucking crazy and uh austin theory and i think it's like one more person's so name is escaping me uh oh timmy thatcher and i was like cool you know i can write it that's a mixtape that's fun you know and i was writing over like rick ross beats and stuff that he was asking for cause he wanted to be like real like Rich and opulent, right? Right. There's one producer I was working with, um, who I'm gonna leave unnamed was like, Yo, I want to make beats for the project. Cool. He sent me like three beats and then he vanished. Like I couldn't find him anymore. I couldn't text him, I couldn't call him. I'm like, bro, I need to set I need the stem so I can mix the track. So I can't mix it. And I, you know, again, me and Griff were having this conversation to circle back and I was like, Yo, Griff, actually I need some mixes for my new project. You know, what if I sent you the vocals? And he was like, Yeah, I'll do some more remix work. That's pretty cool. So now the Dream Team is going to is gonna flip from a mixtape to an actual owl, Buns, The Grips sends back are really crazy. It was a Mafia-style Peruvian-encrusted swordfish and Lucky Lefty. And those are all on
2: that Dream Team record, that first one you guys did together? That's correct. Man.
5: You know what I mean? So it's real crazy because now we start going through the project and Griff is just like, yo, I'm going to send you the wackest beats that I have because now it's it's like step two. I'm going to send you the worst shit on my fucking hard drive and you can't come up with like at least two good songs out of these hundred beats. Like this is a waste of my fucking time. Damn, you know. <laughs> challenge. Yeah, he, you know, he. Yeah,
6: he thinks he's, he thinks he's a he, fucking crime boss. He
5: guy. put you through a, a
2: gauntlet <laughs> match of uh, beats or something. I don't know. Absolutely, and, like
6: literally. it was kind of like it was like it was like when Method Man and Redman had that that prank show and they brought Ludacris into the studio and we're like, yeah, 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 <laughs> do beat. this do this feature and it was like the most fucked up beat you ever heard. <laughs> and he still and he still <laughs> killed it. Right, right. I mean, as much as much as one could with that one, but yeah, so, I mean just the that you would have found a pocket in that beat was insane.
5: But so, yeah, we go through the beats and I'm like, yo, I wrote a couple demo tracks, um, sent them back. He's like, yo, all right, cool. Some of this stuff I think we can keep. Some of the stuff we can, can be better. And I was like, oh, really? So that means I need better beats. He's like, all right, whatever. Next batch. And, and I think I'm all joking aside. It was just growing chemistry, you know what I mean? Because we were going from, like, remix stuff to, like, full a full project. And we didn't know what we wanted it to sound like. But he sent me this one beat that became a song called Independence Day, where, you know, I wanted to show my love for independent wrestling.
2: Not the movie, because so was... I can't stand that movie, I hope.
6: No, 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 no. that's the movie.
2: Or The Holiday, for use... that matter.
6: Well, there is, there is, there is a reference to the movie in the track. Oh, okay. So do you remember
5: uh, when Cody and the Bucks, quote unquote, like invaded WWF?
2: Oh WWE? right, uh huh.
5: And Cody cut the, he cut the Independence Day speech.
2: Oh, I see. Yeah, I got you now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that works.
5: And so we use that, and yeah, it fits like really perfectly. And so I started. Um, I'm a big grit wrestling guy, um, and so I started. So I started to rap lyrically. I'm Pete Dunn, Tyler Bates, Trent Seven. I'm Matt Riddle, Keith Lee mixed with Walking Weapon. I'm hot sauce, safety first. Tim Dawns, pissed off, drinking more of than session moth. Quick flash and more gone than Webster B. Bringing havoc to your mosh pit, encore tour like Jenny B. I'm freshly squeezed, so smooth. I'm Orange Cassidy, ain't from Jersey, but I'm right where the savage be. Yow, Pazuzu Bomb by the dirty daddy. You know what I mean? And so
2: you said session moth, man. Much respect for yeah. that one because <laughs> here in Chicago, Griff probably knows about these shimmer. And Rise come here, yeah. and I went to, I went to two okay. of their shows last year, and Session Moth is crazy. For those who don't know, she's a wrestler who's, like, drunk. She acts like she's drunk. I don't know if she literally is drunk, but <laughs> she is hilarious, man. <laughs> so shout out for you for saying her name. That definitely uh, <laughs> that rang out there. Uh, man,
5: good look. And that's what I mean, right? Like, there's, it's a super nerdy record, but you see how it fits, right? Like, a guy like you who just would like, oh, shit, Session Moth right and that's what that's what i wanted to write for man i wanted to write about the shit that i love man you know wrestling is a big influence uh personally and and just musically man so we were like okay we got now we're now we're kind of getting to it and griff was like yo what if we do manage like music for like managers right like let's name some songs for people so we did a a song uh, one of my favorites actually classy freddie blassie nice um, cause when the beat comes on, it's really it's a piece of piano. And like I said, I was like, man, this is you know It's real classy. And you know, I got to talk my shit. Um, really dope record. But that just led to a new opportunity. So, Dream Team is out. Um,
2: yeah. Where can they find that people. one?
5: Yeah, so you can actually uh everywhere. Go ahead. Where should they go? You got to give them what's the name? We have a fucking record company.
6: We do have a record company.
2: Go ahead and
6: so say it. records dot com.
2: There it is. One word. Um.
6: Or if you're of a more frugal nature, it is available on your favorite streaming platform. Uh, Every time you listen to it, we will get uh, 0.17% of a cent.
2: (laughs) So you guys are making about 18 cents right now, you're saying, over this time period?
6: (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Man, I gotta give you guys credit too because um I had Acrobatic on here and he's a you know, he's a wrestling goof and he talked about it on songs of his that you guys know in the past and you know the Griselda guys mentioned wrestling, but they don't really talk about wrestling in their songs. They just kinda use it as like titles and, and cover art.
6: Right, right. It's always a it's a it's a real loose connection. Well, I will say this, and shout out the West Side Gun.
5: He goes to show.
2: That is true. You see him on TV too.
5: He's always there, yeah. yeah. He's always – and but I'm, I'm not even talking about, like, big, like, Raw, SmackDown, or even, like, AEW, right? He goes to, like, indie shows. Like, he was going – he was in La Boom when Evolve was taking place. Like, he's, this is a club. Nobody but fucking me knows who the fuck he is. And
2: Evolve, which is really indie. It's, like, low budget, yes. you know, yeah.
5: And so you you got guys where, like, he doesn't – wrestling is more of a – like you said, it's, it's shtick for him, you know? but he at least respects the business and it's more i can say about a guy like wale who just uses it because he's you know like it's it's a good way for people to promo him oh yeah wale's a nerd so of course he likes wrestling right when you know what i mean so i'm like bet let's do it
6: step into the world of power loyalty
8: The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch-ch-chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
5: Yeah, so we kind of finished up the project, but the beat Freddie, Pla- uh, Freddie Blassie, um, again, going back to the homie Zilla, uh, shout-out, of Culture. Zilla was like, yo, like Classy's one of the illest beats I've ever heard from Jason Griff. You know, he's like, man, that shit's crazy. And like, he blew me up about it. You know, like he would just hit me up like randomly. Like, yo, man, I can't get over it. how dope this beat is. It? And I was like, well, cool, you know, whatever. I sent him a, uh, like a care package of like what our, like we had an ill like dream team box. The shirts came right. We actually had, we did action figures, um, like these clay ceramic figures
2: for the album. That's awesome, dude. And,
5: yeah and one day like after I guess maybe like a week or two after he got this he like I got a, an email from Dylan. I'm thinking it's a verse that we were working on he sent me a, a new verse for class he was like yo I had to wrap and that set into motion Catchpoint our, our remix project so for those again like Stokely Hathaway he had his, his group called Dream Team his management team and then he ends up buying Catchpoint. Um, you guys have seen Riddle and Gulak do the little the special handshake um but yeah, it sets into motion this. Because now I was like, yo, Griff, we should remix this, you know. And Griff was like, Yo, I'm gonna ask around for some guys that I know and he can talk to you about the production shit. But yeah, man, it, it really it really set us up. And some good features on there to too. He
2: Quell Chris and some others. I mean that's
6: mm-hmm. yeah. So talk to him, Griff. Like man, Griff is what uh, he having, chose Chris. having 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 Quell Chris rap on one of your songs is like probably it's definitely like like a like a benchmark as a producer you're just like oh Quell Chris is rapping on my beat that shit is fucking fantastic
2: there it is right
6: <laughs> and he fucking crushed this one too i know uh i listen to uh i think i think i think rappers get a bad rap when they do features people are always like oh they phoned in the feature but i think there's the 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 majority of rappers take feature work very serious i know i was listening to the super duty tough work podcast and blueprint and the logic we're talking about they always want to give their A game on a feature uh in order to get repeat business but quell chris fucking crush that shit
2: man and i just had the feature king himself percy p on my last episode and that's what he's mostly known for is doing features and, yeah and he always hey. talking about how every time he did a verse he's like i can't give you my favorite verse because every time i do it it's a new audience because i'm on somebody else's joint and i'm trying to get them to know who i am so that's awesome man
5: well chris verse was dope my shit was fucking hotter fuck that
2: <laughs> <laughs> there it is
5: <laughs> that whole wcw nitro flip i did that shit's crazy nah like this is I can tell you this joint right here it's called the Wolf Pack. Um, again, the available, all streaming. You can cop catch point for five dollars. Actually, and get the whole like seventeen song project, that like the, the one song on streaming. But whatever. Uh, <laughs> man. So Quell, I did hear Quell's verse. Um, and I was like, yo, it's really dope. But I actually had already wrote most of my verse um and i w- i really wanted to focus on like wcw and you know i was like you know who i am you don't know why i'm here though It sounds like a four three
2: two one thing here like cannabis and ll is that what's going on here <laughs> you re- rewrote I just, it sorta.
5: i didn't <laughs> i didn't diss them but what i did like i so i went into the into the booth i, I knocked it out like one take you'll actually hear it like and i was so like geek at the end of the record i just started like just kind of yelling into the mic man i was so happy because i you know as, a, as an artist, I'm always, like, overly critical. And that's actually, that's probably one point where, like, me and Griff, Griff has to, like, bring me back. Like, yo, bro, it, it's good. You know, and that was, a, that was a sign of trust from me and him where I could hear him say, yo, it's good. And I know that good me is like, yo, this is, this shit is dope versus like, eh, you, can you do it again or can you try it like this? He'll do that shit, too. And I was just so excited. And I told my engineer, I was like, yo, just delete all that. He's like, no, bro, this shit is dope. <laughs> and I was like, nah, get rid of that shit. Like, I'm serious. He's like, no, I'm going to leave it right there. Because like that's the type of like energy you have to have going forward. You know? He's like, stop giving a fuck. Like he says like you're dope and I was like, All right, whatever. And I you know, I'm not gonna argue with him. He sends it to Griff and I was like, Yo, Griff, delete that shit at the end. And Griff's like, No.
7: <laughs> See? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: I'm- and I was like, "Yo, get this shit the fuck off!" And and again, Griff has a, a a really good way of telling me he'll do something, and he's been like, "Fuck it, if I just don't say anything about it for like a couple of days, tell him to forget about it. <laughs> we'll keep it moving."
6: <clears throat> and he did that shit. <laughs> I I learned Next that from being married. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> they say I know, because I'm saying like
5: I was like I hit him up like, "Yo." You upload the song? He's like, yeah, I uploaded it. I was like, cool. Did you take that shit off the end? He was like, oh, damn. Well, I can't take it off the distro kit now. I'm sitting here like, yes,
7: you
6: can. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> it's, I'm sorry, bro. It's, it's too late. <laughs> the artwork's been approved. <laughs> right. He's like, I can't delete
5: it now. But no yeah, turning bro, back. You know, Wolfpack was, like I said, me, uh, Quell, and, like, you know, Yaxin Zero from Philly, who's just outstanding. Man. He's fucking dope. Still believe, you know, and that cool.
2: my verse was the best. Oh, without, you have to think that way, right? I mean, you know, not to be cocky, but you're not an MC if you don't think that your verse is killing it every time you're doing it. Same thing for a producer. Mm-hmm. You have to think you're beating mm-hmm. the best. I mean, come on, now. That's why you guys are doing this. Yep.
5: Yeah, it's more than that, right? Like, I'm I can be like confident, but I also like, yo, I'm like I said, I'm just overly critical. I want to be the best. You know what I mean? Right. Like I want, I want to like the the faith that Griff gives me. You know, you know, shows I want to make a I want to make a project with you. Yo, let's keep making music. He could have made this one project with the Dream Team, and that. that would have been it you know he could moved on but he wanted to keep making stuff and you know i'm grateful for that that quell the quell chris feature now that led to other people listening going oh shit like he's rapping with quell everybody knows he's dope um now they're going through the rest of the project and i got you know i was rapping with sauce Heights, i had Vic spencer um on the project from chicago zone of course and uh, Mr. Lift was on my project. Uh, Zilla's on there twice, you know what I mean? The homie Nice and Most, Curly Castro. It's just a bunch of really dope rappers, and people are getting to hear me over all this different type of production. Um, so now, pandemic hits, as we're kind of focusing and finishing on this, and I was like, yo, Griff, we got to do the next project. Um, this is, and Soundwave, you've heard one of the first records off of this.
2: Yes, the uh, banger, without a doubt.
5: Yeah, the Midnight Express. Talk to him, man, you want to... Uh, Which one did you hear?
2: The Marvel vs. DC joint
6: Oh yeah
5: And being a
2: nerd about comic books and stuff Which I talk about on here as well Yeah that was just right up my alley So yeah that was definitely a banger And you guys could talk about that joint right here too We'll play that in this uh, podcast here
5: Mm-hmm. Awesome. So that was, that's, I, I emailed Griff when he sent me that beat. I was like, yo, this beat is dope. Are you sure it's for me? Because <laughs> <laughs> my, one, one, one of the running jokes, anytime we've done any one of these interviews, I'll always, I'll always tell Griff, yo, you always send your good beats to other rappers. In the heart beats to me. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to challenge you, right? <laughs> like yeah, like all the time. Like I'll hear, I'll hear somebody drop some shit. I'll go, oh, my, the homie Jason Griff's on here. Let me listen to this. And I'll go, yo, this beat is dope as fuck. Why did I get this? Like, oh, I forgot I sent it. This guy, I didn't even know you. Well,
6: were. and staying in tune with always sending you like terrible beats. So like the beat that Marvel DC is like the sample in there. Like I tried to flip that sample. um So like somewhere on my hard drive, it's like probably three other versions of beats with that sample. And I remember I sent him one that wasn't very good, but I was like, "Eh, maybe he will do something with it. And I remember him saying like he considered it for some other project, but it was a collaboration project with other rappers and all the other rappers thought it sucked. so. So they were correct. And 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 Scorsese, you were wrong. Um, but then I ended up, uh, pulling the sample back up, flipping it again, and that's what became the beat for Marvel vs. DC, and I'm like, all right, well, I'll send this one to Scorsese first, because he had faith in a poorer version of flipping the sample, let's, let's throw him a bone with the, with the awesome version, and, uh, and yeah, he sends it back to me with, like, he raps for eight bars, then eight bars of silence, then he raps for eight bars, and eight bars of silence. I'm like, what are you doing here? And he's like, oh yeah, Zilla's gonna do that. It's gonna be a back and forth. It's gonna be fucking great. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, awesome. And then um, homie came through with the with the scratches on it, um, uh, Mo, Nichols. Mo Nichols, and uh, like that song without those scratches is good, but like with the scratches, it becomes amazing. Yep.
2: Yeah, you need that extra I mean, flavor, right? Yeah.
6: Absolutely. Yeah.
5: I, you know, again, it goes back to like that 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 idea trust, man. Like somebody putting their piece of art in your hands and saying, yo, what can you what are you adding on? When I first heard it, the like, it, you know, the way the beat it's every four bars, Uh, I think it's either four, no, it's a, yeah, every four bars, the beat transitions, like over and over and over again. And I was like, well, I don't want to just write like a 16, it's going to sound, you know, kind of dumb. I was like, yo, what if I did, you know, like a, a, a back and forth, you know, like a four, 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 go to like an eight, 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 eight four, 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 whatever um just to give it some variation and the first verse you know the first bars were something i just said out loud when i was listening to the beat like yo it's marvel verse dc because the beat sounds like some superhero shit it sounds like marvel verse dc wrecking crew dream team something 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 me and i was like what the fuck you know and so i was like well wrecking crew i just said the shit out loud um you what if i get let me see if i get zilla on the record to have castro was already on another record Hitzilla. i was like yo here's the idea he was like all right cool i'll do it and then i didn't hear from him for like three weeks hit it back was like yo you know i'm trying to get i'm trying to jump i i know what you say so i can write the next part and he was like oh yeah my fault um i'll send it to you right now i was like all right cool he sent me eight bars back i had did four so i was like well fuck i just got to do eight bars i want to do back and forth and i just went and i wrote my shit sent it back he fucking killed it and i just knew there was something missing i asked still to dove who is the uh the engineer on the project mixing and mastering and i was like yo you know a dj he was like yeah i know like a billion djs and i was like well do you know a dj willing like to do some scratches for a record and he hit me with uh mo nichols um Former Ron Sayers uh, DJ and you know, Mo was like, Yeah, I'll do it And I was like, All right, well, you know, how much do you want? He's like, No, don't worry about it, like this is the detail, I'll do it. And he crushed it. He actually crushed it for so long that we didn't know what to do with it because, like, the <laughs> ending was, like, almost, like, two minutes long. I, well, I took <laughs> I took lines from, like, Marvel and DC to make it sound like, and I told him, I was like, make it sound like they're fighting back and forth, you know, like it's a secret war style, uh, type shit. And so he did. He, you know, it was a Marvel line and a DC line and something happening, like an action piece and yada, yada, yada. And he's like, yeah, I used all the samples you sent me. I was like, nah, you could have just chose like three or four of them. <laughs> it was cool. Uh,
2: <laughs> you let him go wild in that when he took off on it. He
5: did. You got like to like that, though.
2: He took that innovation, man.
5: And, you know, again, most importantly, like, he took it seriously. He heard something and he's was like, Yo, I fuck. Which, you know, Sal, like you know, man, like, you're not feeling it. You're not feeling it. You're not working as hard. Right. You know, even, if you, you're, even if you're saying to yourself, yeah, I'm going to get this guy my best. Like, yeah, it's whatever. He could have said, Since I'm doing it for free, fuck you. I'll do whatever. But, <laughs> you, you know. I'm, I'm just I'm just grateful, man. He made that song what it is. Uh, again, the energy picks up when he's scratching, and that exhibit line, the X men just me doing drills in the danger room. It, you know,
2: and it's definitely not a jobber you know. beat, you know. That Griff sent you there. That's not a Barry Horowitz, you know type of beat that's a real hardcore but you guys killed it on that one man and they're gonna hear that on this podcast is that one of the first singles from the uh, the new album
6: uh yeah we were actually just talking about that before we uh tapped in with you we we're like what do we want the first single to be because there's three good ones in mind so most likely yes
2: and what do you guys think about marvel and dc just uh, since you brought it up and the, with the record and everything you guys a fan of the marvel movies the DC movies, which I think kind of are lame, but there's a couple of decent ones. What's your guys' thoughts on, you know, Endgame? And all? I know there's a lot. To, I just asked you there, but you know, <laughs> what do you guys think about the Marvel universe and the cinematic world as well as uh, the DC stuff?
6: Uh, generally, I think uh, the Marvel cinematic universe is pretty, pretty fucking awesome, pretty close to perfect. I mean, you can nitpick the hell out of it, but frankly, I don't have the time. So there you I'm go. I'm just gonna it's, take, it, just gonna to take it for what it is and enjoy the shit out of it. Like, there's, uh, I think over the last you know five ten years like those movies have more replay value for me than than any other films out there without a
2: doubt yeah the DC D
6: stuff is uh pretty hit or miss like the I think the Dark Knight Batmans are awesome and maybe that's about it
2: yeah Wonder Woman was decent and I like Shazam oh, yeah, I Wonder thought Shazam Woman's was right. very underrated about that yeah
6: I like the uh, the Flash TV show, at mm-hmm. least like the first maybe. Four yeah, I don't or like it anymore, seasons. but yeah, when it turned into uh, Glee or whatever, two, I stopped though, watching. Season yeah. two with Zoom was fucking fantastic. Like, Zoom was terrifying. Zoom gave me nightmares as a grown ass man. Like, he's fucking portrayed <laughs> perfectly in that. Yeah, I mean, it sucks for my kids. I can only imagine what their nightmares were like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well,
1: I,
5: I think Griff got it right. Um, Marvel TV was awful uh from luke cage um iron fist obviously and then like the end of jessica jones like i I couldn't even watch the sex season of the punisher i wasn't gonna hurt my fucking feelings like that oh <sighs> you know
6: people like when when all those netflix uh marvel tv things hit people fucking raved about them and i watched them and i'm just like ah this is what you're going crazy for like it's cool because I, it's daredevil or luke cage but like if it wasn't if it was just a regular show with the exact same thing, with minus the franchise attached to it, I'd just be like, nah, eh, whatever. I mean, I
5: think that, like, I, I I made this analogy yesterday, I was like, Run the Jewels still like those Netflix Marvel shows. If you really want to like it, other people will tell you that they like it, but oh, after you watch oh, it once, man. you'll never
6: watch it. No, 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 no. I mean, well, <laughs> we're not going to go into depth on this because we've, you and I have, sidebar had all of our run the jewels tangents but they're fucking awesome um i, mean, I don't know about awesome yeah whatever um let's call it anyway, down Moving
2: i like on. the daredevil show for the record but you know
6: daredevil was pretty good
2: And maybe because the I movie mean, was so bad is, i needed something to wash away the bad the taste 70s. of the, the ben affleck movie but, yeah, I got you.
6: It's the shiniest turd. Oh, man. It's the shiniest <laughs> oh, wow. turd. Wow. Well, and um, uh, what's-his-name is always good. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio.
2: Yes, that's King Ben. He's great. Like,
6: yeah. he's never... But all of the... Why was he the he never gives you a shit, good. a shiny turd. Uh,
5: Marcelo Ali Cage. Like, Luke Cage was generally interesting until he died.
2: I, I know they killed him all too they, early in that season, but...
5: They definitely did. Cotton, but come on. Come on. Like, even... uh. Your girl from the Matrix, Trinity. And I, it was all of the all the side characters. How could you... They couldn't get a good main character. So all the side characters are all these like, oh, wow, there's a the real actor. Or there's a the real actor.
2: <laughs> well, the second you season, know. Luke Cage gave us a new Rock Him song, and that's how it ended with him performing it. So, you know, that's how I remember that's it. So shout out to mm-hmm. uh, Luke Cage for that.
5: Yeah. Nothing <laughs> Man. Nothing Man was in there.
2: That's right. Holding it down for the wolf. Ghostface, I think Karis One had a... Cameo, yeah. There's a lot of good mm-hmm. music in there. I guess when you're talking about the music instead of the show, maybe that means something for the show. It's not as good because you're talking about the music so much. But
6: <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> like right. The above the rim was an alright movie, but the soundtrack was fucking awesome. Man, he's playing that like tape
2: it. to death, dude. <laughs> yep. Same thing with Juice. I love Juice, man. I think it's a great movie and a good oh. soundtrack. We're gonna beef on this one. Uh oh. Really? Tell me what. Tell me why you like juice. Let me. Why you. do I like juice? Mm-hmm. Bishop, I think, is one of the great villains of all time. I mean, just the way he turns on his crew like that. Some great scenes. I mean, the one where they're going at it in in uh, what's mm-hmm. his name's house. Uh, I I don't know. I just I like the turn. I like I like the idea of these these three dudes having to fight off this this dude who turned on them. Of course, the soundtrack's great. You know, the DJing stuff is awesome. The cameos. Maybe mm-hmm. it's just that time, you know, it Just I did not want to keep held on the beat street. as like the, the movie that we watch for hip hop uh, recognition. I th- felt like this one was more of like a grittier, newer version of uh, Cooley High or something like that. That's fair. But you didn't like it.
6: I did not. <laughs> <laughs> so I agree with
5: that's everything you said,
6: except for all of it. <laughs> oh, that's all I, good. I, I, I used I to wear a
2: hoodie because it. of Bishop, man. I wanted <laughs> to do so cool, but I got you, man. It, it's hard. cool.
5: Bishop Bishop as the uh the Clinton the Clinton ideal super predator image who's just like slowly depraved like you're basically looking at fucking Othello. Right. Except going going in reverse Actually the, the, the better analogy is probably Richard the Third. That's the best analogy I can give for, for Bishop. Uh for those who don't know the fuck Richard Third is do your Googles, all right? <laughs> I expect I expect a higher level of intelligence at this podcast. So <laughs> Richard a fucking third. Ouch. <laughs> yeah I mean, I told you, we're going full look, you know, don't make me go full
2: heel. Right. You you can if you want to. I just uh, I had no idea I had to defend Juice. I was not ready for that man. <laughs> I not had, ready I for that. Juice.
6: I had no notes prepared. Hey, it's,
5: look, it's, it's, it's just,
2: 2020. And I'm talking about Juice being good or bad. I never thought that they was coming.
5: People, because <laughs> people love bringing up Juice like this. Like I'll tell you this. Um, New Jersey Drive was a superior movie to me. It's juice. very
2: underrated, that's for sure. Yeah, I got you on that.
5: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And not just the like, soundtrack. More nuanced characters, but it's cool. It's cool.
7: It's, <laughs> it's like, <Tupac>. it's okay.
5: <laughs> you know what I mean? It's fine. See, this, this is why Jason Griffin gives me shitty beat. Because there are people like you, good people, honest people, strong people, with a sense of morals and values, because they juice is a good fucking movie. Wow.
7: I
2: think you I got
5: weaponize, you weaponized this monster Jason Griff. I blame you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't even know what to say anymore, man. He's are just, just killing all my, uh, my 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 high school years right there. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Because I thought I was the only kid who knew Juice was a good movie where I lived at, you know, nobody out here knew about Tupac yet. And I thought I was like, oh, I'm telling everybody about this dude. He's really good. This guy named Tupac, he's in Juice. And uh, I guess I was wrong for 20-something years, man. All right, that's cool.
6: Uh, <laughs> it's like, changed my mind.
5: You got the Juice
2: now, man. There it is. So
5: Pete, <laughs> um, you, you have three records from us, Um new project is entitled Midnight Express. Um, continuing me and Jason, Jason as the manager, me as the wrestler, slash uh, talent. Of course, now we got Griff Cornett. I'm playing, of course, beautiful Bobby Eaton.
7: There it is. And,
5: <laughs> and for, for those who don't know, like the Midnight Express, as they went from territory to territory, they would switch the uh, the tag team partner. Right. And so like there's like technically there's like 12 members of the Midnight Express. But like the constant was always Jim Cornette, and it was always... Uh, either beautiful Bobby or Stan Lane. And that shit worked. And I was like, yo, what if we do a feature on every song? And so it's me with my tag team partner over your beat. And now people are getting a chance to experience like different sides. You know, we can the the music can be a little more personal. The music can be a more a little more comfortable. We got ideas for pockets. Um I could start sending griff samples, et cetera, et cetera. And um, one of the records he sent me was a record called Boring Gun Raps. <laughs> it, was a, it was a conversation we were having <laughs> in California with the homie uh, Alex Ludovico and we were working on a project and I was like, yeah, we should name it Boring Gun Raps because that shit's easy to do. Anybody can do Boring Gun Raps. And, and
2: get paid you know, sometimes too, but yeah.
5: they yeah. <laughs> Look, you know, cheap loop, you know, no no uh, no drums, you know. So I said, fuck it, let's do it. And he sent us this, this beat. Which I love actually. And I'm actually glad it doesn't have drums because the the loop is really hypnotic. And I loved it. I went in, we wrote it and kind of kept moving.
8: no purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I uh, got the homie Sleep
5: Sinatra. Hopped on that record with, with me. The record I sent you, I sent you two more. Uh, Ode to Camp Low uh, featuring Alaska.
2: Oh, man. Uh, nice.
5: And, yeah. So for those Alaska some jokes uh, hanging to the team, um, He he's killing Ode to Camp Low.
6: Third record I sent uh, was the title Detle. Uh So Griff, you can talk to him. Let him know. What was uh, Detlef? Um, that was one of the ones you sent me a sample for. It's weird, like the sample runs longer than the the beat itself. So uh, there's this really cool part in the track where, like the the sample drops out and and there's like a little drum fill, which was entirely accidental. I was just like, fuck it, that sounds perfect, actually. Sent that shit off, and uh, we had we had too many too many good uh guest appearances on it so we 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 have to do alternate versions which brings us back to our nerdy comic book days of like doing variant covers <laughs> right Hell, yeah it, remember Even remember the, when archie oh, and the punisher uh did the crossover oh god <laughs> it was nothing like that
2: we had to buy three different comic titles to get the one story. The story arc continues off. And like, I want to watch this, or I got to read this, but I got to buy 10 covers uh whatever, you know, Flash and Green Lantern and Black Lightning or whatever, so I can get the full story. So you guys are doing that to what's right, at the record. Right,
6: right. Like uh, Maximum Carnage. Right. Had to buy all oh, the Max different spider man movies. Maximum cartridges was a the shit. They made a video game out of it. Oh too. yeah. For uh, I Super Nintendo, it had, super the, Nintendo. Uh, it had the red cartridge. That shit was so that shit fire. Was super fire. I actually got one of those. A copy of that sitting in a box somewhere in my closet.
2: <laughs> does that have any value? I don't even know. Right.
6: Um. You know what? It's got. It's got uh, sentimental value, and that shit that's is all that matters. True. Kind of like juice. <laughs> sentimental value. Like you.
2: <laughs> it's
6: like that. That's, that's Simpsons with the uh, Lisa, Lisa's uh, saxophone. He's like, "What's the resale value? Pretty low, but its sentimental value is through the roof." <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Holy crap!
5: <laughs> so again, so it's it's uh, nine track eight. Excuse me, eight tracks. Um, and like I said, everybody's in, like a different guest. Record uh, called Survivor Series '92 featuring Curly Castro.
6: Featuring, oh, featuring the
5: rapper of the
6: year 2020, Curly Castro. Yeah, he's crushing it right now. And that's not to highlight him over any of his collaborators, because collaborators because they're all fucking awesome. But Castro has just been at such an exceptionally high level all year. And he hasn't even dropped a solo album yet. These are all side groups
5: and just little piece projects and stuff like that. And man, he's, he's been
6: killing it.
2: When does the album drop? September twenty fourth, man,
6: which I believe is also Lord Jones Scorsese's birthday. That is correct. Oh, yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be forty seven and dropping. Oh, his you're lying. Forty seventh album.
2: Ever since he came out,
6: <laughs> see? So I gotta I gotta excommunicate.
5: So after so, I'm gonna tell you I did a song for Catchpoint Point um, called "Who Shot Jason Griff."
2: Oh, on some Where, Dallas type it's a, shit.
5: <laughs> it's a literal. It's a no, no. It's a literal fictional murder. Me murdering grip. Oh. <laughs> so he. So I can tell you what happened, right? Like I was. Um, I hit him up for some beat, and I was like, "Yo, I'm thinking about like doing this project or whatever." And he was like, "Oh, I can't do it. Like I'm working with uh, Zilla." I was like, I know, bro. Long-winded Philly shit. Dope. Why couldn't I get
6: that beat? He's like, uh, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. I didn't say whatever. I said, oh, I sent Zilla that beat three years before I met you. That's why you couldn't get it. You hear that? Don't, those don't, those gloss, are excuses. don't gloss over hard facts. Those are excuses. I don't want to hear that shit.
2: Well, yeah, spoiler, whatever. he's still alive. I hear him talking, so he didn't yeah, quite kill yeah, him, right?
6: Yeah. Spoiler alert. It <laughs> was a dream. People. Patrick Patrick Duffy cleared Patrick that shit Duffy. up. Listen, man, fuck that.
5: So look, so I I finally he, he finally sent me like three beats. And like the third beat, I was sitting in the studio for so like an extra like two hours. And I was like, fuck that. You know? And I started off with that uh I you know, I got a call the other day from Jason Griff. I opened or uh, see I got a text the other day from Jason Griff, I opened it, read it it said, Fuck Shells, what the hell? And so I like apparently I made Griff so mad for asking him about beats. He just starts texting me like real reckless. I said, fuck <laughs> you, <laughs> and he made me so mad that I said fuck that. Uh, you know, and it, you know, the kind of story goes, and it ends up with me like hunting him down in his in his uh like Raheem business, yeah, you know, except better,
6: <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh shit, juice is relevant. See? Yeah, see, see, you're yeah, hating see? for no reason again. Like I said, except you know somebody better.
7: It's like think, steel. You I didn't think, really
2: kill him. You thought you did, but he actually survived.
6: I think so. Scorsese. We've made a breakthrough in today's session, um, where deep down inside you envision Bishop, Bishop as being part of yourself.
2: There it is. Um,
6: there you go. We solved your you know your deep seated issues with juice. You can get over it now and <laughs> recognize that it's that's a pretty solid fucking film. The
7: day.
5: <laughs> the day. You ever in your life think that I want to be like Tupac Shakur?
7: That's the day
5: <laughs> that I will hunt you
6: down in the middle of your fucking
7: wow.
6: <laughs>
5: and I'm playing that I... song so you know it's me. Okay. Like I'll get to that part. All right.
6: What song? Okay. Ambitions as a writer?
5: Oh, okay. Say no more.
6: Don't worry.
5: I can. Don't worry. I can. I can write like excellently crafted diss songs about every fucking producer ever if I need to do this. And they'll be focused all on you, (laughs) goddammit.
2: Two things I didn't expect was Patrick Duffy reference and uh, Juice. So shout out to you guys for bringing that up. (laughs) It's crazy, man. (laughs) It's not just wrestling with you two. (laughs) No,
6: I mean, we're pretty much full-fledged nerds. Like, I don't think there's any hiding behind that.
2: Right, no doubt. Mm-hmm. and that's what I do this podcast for is with the nerds and the geeks out there and the true heads that are not necessarily nerds and geeks we're all welcome here back to wrestling uh, what do you guys feel about what's going on now do you guys watch AEW, Raw, Smackdown it's kind of weird without the fans and everything It's it's a weird feeling watching mm-hmm. it but I'm still checking it out every week who are you guys liking right now what storylines are you getting into
6: I mean I feel like my answer is less exciting I haven't been as deep into it recently because it's just like like Juice? It's a little bit like juice, but like watching like WrestleMania. I know that was a little while ago, but like watching WrestleMania with no crowd was just super weird. I think it's cool that they have like a small crowd now, but like without that ambiance, it just didn't it just didn't feel complete or whatever. Um, right. You know, so it just hasn't been as entertaining for me lately. I still follow it like um. so like currently I'm more inclined to just like read the um the synopsis of it rather than then then drop that three hours yeah three then you can just go back and watch the match
2: that they say you is you like, to watch. yeah right, and okay. like
6: like you know whatever you get your favorite app uh and and it'll give you the breakdown of every match with a handful of highlights and like and like you're good to go that being said i do love what they're doing with seth rollins um <laughs> i think if there was a a legit audience like he would just be like killing it as a heel kind of similar to like what CM Punk did with the Straight Edge Society right. but not quite as good right I also thought I really liked the direction that they were going with Sami Zayn and like that's part of the reason too I'm a big Sami Zayn fan so like him getting stripped of the title I'm just like
1: meh
2: and who knows when he comes back what it's going to be like because, you know, it's been so long I almost forgot what he was doing. And that's
6: another thing, there's so much talent that's missing. I I do love that, like, if we're talking WWE specifically, um, the fact that, like, so many wrestlers have stepped away it's just opened up the spotlight for a lot of dudes that probably weren't going to get as much spotlight. Yeah, I don't need to see Tozawa
2: every Monday. I'm getting a little sick of that, but yeah I I see what you're saying, though. Otherwise, I'm cool with it. Yeah. I
6: mean, we're getting a (laughs) whole lot more Sasha Banks, and I'm not mad about that. No,
2: no, I'm a big fan of her as, as well her like and she's on
6: every show now i'm just like all right this, this is not bad at all
2: <laughs> she can wear those red pants every week i'm cool with that yeah no doubt
6: yeah i don't know aew is cool i never right. really watch it <laughs> but it's cool <laughs>
2: it's there <laughs>
6: <laughs> it's definitely there i mean chris jericho is an all-time favorite of mine you know his his worst effort is still solid fucking work well him and orange
2: cassie should be pretty good That's going to be something fun to watch. And Orange to
6: be. fucking great, too. You know? Um, They've dragged out this uh, Kenny Omega Hangman Page storyline for, like, way too long. Like, all the heat has completely died down on that, so it's like if one of them turned on the other like nobody would care
2: not to mention um, the tag team division has gotten more interesting because ftr is so there much and so you don't even i forgot those guys were even the champs they don't
6: even need them yeah. in there you know and they're the champs and i mean i think a lot of people regard like kenny omega as like one of the best wrestlers in the world and he just kind of he kind i mean i'm just saying a lot of people i'm not saying me or you specifically and i'm not trying to you know get you started on a 45 minute tangent about kenny omega but so. a lot of people have high regard for him, and he just kind of seems buried.
2: He hasn't done much at, at all, really, in the last few months. I know a lot of that has to you do know? with you know the, the different world we're in now. But even before then, it seemed like after his uh, stuff with Moxley and all that, it hasn't yeah, really he started taken off. off. Real yeah, the first couple right.
6: events, and then just like kind of faded into the background. Which maybe he's doing that on purpose, like to be a team player and let other people get the spotlight. I mean, who knows?
2: What do you think, What's Scorsese? Like
6: I'm going to be real dumb with
5: this. Here it comes. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be good. Kenny Omega no longer has an Okada or a Naito or a Tanahashi to play off of to carry his ass in these matches. When you, I'm going to call it what it is. When you watch Kenny wrestle, Kenny is probably the, like, on TV the only wrestler who looks like he's playing a wrestler versus like it's a gimmick and it's what I live and it's how I, I would act normally if the volume was turned up to 10, right? Uh, he or actually somebody else said this shit. They're like he he wrestles like a video game character.
6: Right? Yeah.
5: You know, a lot of big quote unquote strikes and <laughs> random suplexes and unnecessary gestures before you do moves. <laughs> you know, I, I told well, you, two, yo, like, you gotta you
6: gotta you gotta do extra taunting and build your spirit meter up. I mean, but, mm-hmm. and that's him. Think about when he he does the uh like the jazz hands.
5: Before he he does like the yes, first V trigger, so... that's what it is. Like, you know, the Snapdragon suplex. Like wow. it's, I don't know. You know, but don't you know, beat. So AEW, my big beef with AEW, um, honestly, is just their lack of African American. Uh, particularly in, in this case, like African American like men. In their main event title scenes or just like in prominent roles on T V.
2: Yeah. I mean, um I can't think. I mean Pineapple Pete's the only guy they ever talk about, and he never does anything or
5: Yeah. I mean um, and shout out to the homie uh, Sugar Duncanton. He's actually really good. Uh, he supported uh, Chris Scorsese and the Dream Team. I would say their women's division oh. is a
2: little rough too. They, they don't seem to really have any focus there either.
5: They don't have the talent for it. And all right. the people that are signing for their women's division aren't ready to be on like major TV wrestling. Right. I think the thing that uh, AEW has gotten wrong is knowing who to put on TV and who's not ready. Like Private Party, I saw Private Party at House of Glory. You could tell they were used to wrestling in a smaller ring, in front of a few hundred people in a controlled environment, they're not ready to be wrestling in like a large arena.
2: Yeah, very true. Yep.
5: You know, and you can go through that the the butcher and the blade. Um, again, you know, I I've seen them live in Canada. They're cool. They shouldn't be on TV at all. You know, and you can kind of look up and down their roster to see people who aren't ready to be on TV, and that means they're relying on people who truthfully aren't. Over in the manner that they think they are. Like they have a, a die, I mean, an irony of calling a bunch of Republicans having a diehard fan base, but yeah.
0: The Bucs. <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah. It, it's very Trumpian, you know. If you think about the, the elite, the way that people wear the colors of the elite, you know, you have, uh, what was it, Make America Great Again, and what the, what the elites think changed the world.
2: Oh, you I know. Get, right, right, right.
5: <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Their fan base, they buy, they buy into everything. They defend them online and anywhere else. You can't say a bad thing about AEW without people blowing up your mentions and how you're an idiot and you don't know anything mm-hmm. you must you know you're just like man you eat babies and i'm just like hey i don't think marco sun should be hanging around with luchasaurus and uh <laughs> jungle boy <laughs> no they, he doesn't he adds nothing to the group or hey why did ward why did wardlow your big monster guy that you are supposed to be mjf's bodyguard why did he take a pin there Again, you know, regular, like, you re- can't ask that shit because their asshole fans go off. And there's some cool ones. There's lots who would with But there's, there's a, a set of ultras um, that just, they make it hard, man. They make me not even want to cut it on because, like, I like talking about wrestling just as much as I like watching it. You know what I mean? Right. And so if I can't talk about it with anybody, like, what's the point? Uh, NXT, shout out to Keith Lee. Um, yeah, he
2: is awesome. That was one of the the few in, at the Royal Rumble when he was in the ring. You were just looking so forward was, to him and Braun I was and so uh, Brock. so excited yeah. when he
6: came in and so disappointed he didn't win it, which I knew wasn't going to happen, but I was like, maybe it's going to happen.
2: We're staying right. longer than he did. I thought he would have been in there more. but
6: Yeah. It was still it a was, it was cool was moment, just, though. He was just part of Brock Lesnar's elimination party.
2: Ugh. But, but Even he,
6: had, he did better than anybody else, save for maybe yeah. Braun
5: Strowman. True. But they treated him like a big star, and they been—they did that all throughout the Survivor Series build, letting him, like, even that Survivor Series match where he's standing tall with Roman Reigns. You know, that he's the last member of the NXT team, and that's what I mean, like, that handshake. That's a star-making moment,
2: you know? Yeah. He, he, yeah.
6: And even, like, when he came into the Rumble... Like the subtle, like you notice, like Lesnar, like perked up a bit. He was like, mm-hmm. "Okay, here comes a challenge." Like his body language, like people don't think that like Brock Lesnar takes performance serious, but like he knows what he's doing. He he does. He, he said it. it
5: if you, if you watch his face, you'll say, "Wow, that's a big boy." <laughs> if you go back and watch that that scene, they they, they do a nice little close up of his face. But yeah, Keith Lee obviously is big. I think the NXT has done exactly what they should have done: is just stay the course. Their storylines are starting to kind of come together. They're our women's division you know, is
2: really good too. I'm a big fan of Shotzi and Ooh. Indy Hartwell's. I've seen them wrestle here locally, and uh, yeah, they got yeah. some good talent coming, man.
5: I got to see the tank, I got to see Shotzi's, it was her match in Evolve, uh, in Philly. And uh, yeah, when Heyman, Heyman popped up on us, that was pretty dope. You, like you said, you got a really a women's division that's coming together. You got Killer Cross, Carrion Cross, um, and they they, they, I love what they did with him and Ciampa. Really, just treating this guy like a star. You know what I mean? Yeah,
6: Champa hasn't even been on TV since that match, right? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, he really yeah. sold sold the shit out of him. But what's up with like like Cross? Uh, it looks like he was going to challenge Adam Cole, and then all of a sudden, did not challenge Adam Cole.
5: Yeah, I I think they're
6: they're gonna, really they're, smart. gonna they're gonna
5: put it on Keith Lee. I think that you're gonna make a it's gonna be a belt swap. That Cole becomes the most American champ again. Keith becomes the world champ, and then Karrion Cross immediately. Okay, Karrion immediately
7: challenges
5: Adam Cole, and because you want that match, you want Keith Lee versus Karrion Cross in front of a crowd. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's a big time wow. Not only just for NXT. But you're also thinking of, like, the future. Like, yo, can we trust Keith Lee as a main event talent? Can Karrion Cross get over as an elite, like, main event talent that we can eventually move to the main roster? You know, obviously, Eo Shirai. Like, I love that EO sasha Banks match.
2: That was great. That was that was something, that was, man. Yes. I mean, that was a
5: spectacular match. Oh, my goodness.
2: <laughs> that uh, was it that flip it that and Sasha and did stars? into the plexi, that was just mm-hmm. crazy, dude.
5: Hey, but your boy
6: Meltzer gave me, what, three and a half? Well, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he posted the difference in rankings between his uh, a e w and n x t this past week mm-hmm. and like and it was uh it was pretty damning fucking fanboy evidence right there, <laughs> you know like i think the highest thing he gave anything in n x t was like a three point five which was also the lowest he gave anything in a e w you know <laughs> like
2: he's a tough grade.
5: Man, or no, he's no, full of crap. I don't I, know
2: which one it is. A bit I of mean, both. he's
6: full of something.
5: Look, when that check clears, he's, he's just fine, man. Tony sends the white claws and the whoppers. Oh we gotta name a song: "White Claws and Whoppers."
6: White claws and whoppers. <laughs> Yo, know, every every story I read about like Tony Khan parties or whatever, I'm just like.
8: 18 plus. Oh, that seems wasteful. (laughs) That
6: sounds irresponsible. Like you're handing out how many white claws to anybody? Like,
5: (laughs) Hey, Hey, Jason, it's called cocaine. My friend. Yeah. Yeah.
7: Very true.
2: (laughs) It worked in the eighties with, with WWF. So (laughs) (laughs) got some good promos out of it. (laughs) All right. So the new album comes out September 24th, midnight express, and that'll be available on all digital platforms i assume as as always as all your stuff is correct yep and uh, what are the projects you guys have out there people can check out anything anything we didn't touch on here that they should be looking for
0: um,
6: well if you uh, if you tap into insubordinaterecords.com that'll that'll pull up uh, pretty much everything we have to offer um, which would include not only a huge library of music but also a ton of really awesome merch um, i think Uh, if i'm not mistaken all the the merch from the dream team project that's left there's only a few things left but all of it is like um that shit is priced to sell so if you want to get an awesome t-shirt for for the the cheap cheap being in a recession and all uh now would be a good time to hit that up um but also alex ludovico and i just released a song called black runner we're donating all digital sales um proceeds to the naacp legal defense fund nice on that one um what else um east hampton polo boys scorsese and panels, um, shout, out to panels. Uh, shout out to panels whole bunch of ridiculously awesome merch for that as well as um pre-orders up for the album which drops i believe july 13th it'll be july
5: 30th for july the 30th digital on insubordinate and you'll be able to get it on all streaming on august 13th
2: man and how can they follow you guys on instagram twitter and all those places
5: hold on we got one more one more oh shit so yeah yeah yeah. so we also uh we got the nation gang album um that'll be dropping in october and we've got the nation gang ep that we just locked into place um that'll be dropping the end of august that'll include the uh, nation gang's first single so nation gang is aka the nation of domination um that's myself uh my partner pr the great um, the homie Black and my other rap partner, uh Big Spit Game. Uh, we dropped a mixtape uh based on the Nation of Domination um, a little while ago and we just kinda started consolidated into um just again diversify what we're putting on in subordinate records. And then I have a project uh with Indiana uh producer Gusto Slade. Um it's like a little uh, seven, I think like seven songs. It's only like three minute songs, pretty dope. Um <clears throat> That touches on like my feelings. Like I, I wrote each song at night, watching the news right after George Floyd's death. Uh, and so the very first song is it's a record called "Target" that just breaks down like how I felt about people. Uh, the, the white lady that was in the uh, the golf in the, the motorized cart you got the fire extinguisher in the face.
7: Oh jeez. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
5: <laughs> lots of lots of crazy shit happened. People forget, think think about that shit. It barely it's barely been like two months. You know, and all hell was broken loose. Right. Ridiculous country. Uh sorry. Man. Um, and then last project, uh, called Centers in the Sun. Um, that's currently like TBD. Uh Alex of, Alex and Griff of course I have a project. And then Alex and I, the Fedora boys, um, we're chugging along one record every year. Uh, <laughs> I <think. laughs> so I, I feel like if we you know, we'll we'll get there eventually. But yeah, Fedora Boys, um that's the that's all three of us, Griff on the beats. Uh, me and Alex on the lines. Hey yeah So
6: where can you find us uh, Jason Griff uh, I am on Instagram And Twitter As I am Jason Griff Insubordinate Records On Instagram And uh, Record label On Twitter Is Insubordinate But with an 8 In there Where the 8 sound Is made uh, It's pretty It's a pretty terrible Tag um, <laughs> um, yeah, as, yeah, I, we're, as I try to Explain it out loud It's it's actually Even worse I'm It's cooler Look right. at so it. We're gonna yeah. change that But whatever Just go if you wanna find the record label on twitter just search for insubordinate records and yeah, you'll find us. we're sending out we're sending out a, a little sticker variety pack everybody
5: who signs up for our instagram uh and our twitter just dm, DM us your address and we'll send you off a really dope uh sticker pack you know what I'm saying so both just as a thank you and also to kind of social support uh we're really trying to get those numbers up um all over the place you're going to find us pretty soon Obviously, the um, it's subordinate. Uh, Facebook, all that shit. We're working on it.
6: It's really hard to get motivated to do anything on Facebook. Yeah, yeah it's it's like that's where
2: your aunt is at. So she's not going to care about what you're doing or anything like that. So you write about yeah,
5: that. yeah, yeah. Uh, you can find me at Lord Jones, um, L O R D E Jones. Um, so one word. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Jihad Scorsese. Jihad uh, J I H A D uh scorsese s-c-o-r-e-c-e-s-e uh so it spells stacking chips on record crushing every single enemies keep that in mind um you'll knock that out so follow us uh come check us out i do um ig lives uh with different artists um that we're working on with insubordinates kind of getting getting a chance to talk through projects um we had a nice high number of viewers the last time um and we're we'll gonna continue to do this i'll do one with alec pretty soon i'm gonna do one with griff um once me and him can get it oh we can't even do ig live because griff has a
6: fucking google
2: android oh damn
6: i don't that that statement is not accurate
2: how do you, you know de- you don't know we can When's definitely a do
6: ig lives <laughs> together when, i mean
5: whose phone you're gonna borrow you're gonna borrow your neighbor's phone what no it's google android using
6: (laughs) commie i'm sorry i didn't i'm sorry i didn't pay more money for a phone with less options my bad i mean but yet here you are ig lively how about that how about that all right let's after after we're done recording this we'll go on ig live i'll flip you off and then sign off and go do
5: that's how you do it right there
2: (laughs) (laughs) Man, I feel like mean no. Gene in the middle of this right here. You guys airing out your yeah. grievances right here. <laughs>
5: you may not like it. <laughs> Yo, all all joking aside, man, we want to shout out uh, DJ Soundwave, man. Man, thanks. Um This is a uh, really cool platform. Oh, oh, oh can can I can I go can I
6: can I cut my baby face promo? Oh there you go. Uh yeah. in in one sec. I was just is uh did you pick the DJ Soundwave name? Is that a Transformers reference?
2: you damn right it is. Yes, it is. Fuck
6: yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> I am just, listen, I just needed to confirm because the Soundwave is also like a thing outside of Transformers. That's true. And I just wanted right. to make sure it was... Soundwave the, was the fucking... I just wind wanted wind 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 to wind wind wind. make sure it room. was the most uh, lit representation of the word Soundwave. <laughs> no
2: it's yeah, definitely a representation of the boombox of course from Transformers yeah, the greatest Decepticon of all time that in the movie they did not do justice to but, no, those, but those movies in, are straight uh, trash no no, no
6: no 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 but in, in Bumblebee, Bumblebee in Bumblebee he's fucking awesome
2: I'll give you that I'll give you that
6: like cause those two or three little scenes in Bumblebee where they show Cybertron and all like the vintage Transformers we grew up with like in that version of it that shit those fucking scenes are fucking insane those are awesome
7: yeah,
2: no, Bumblebee got it right, and John Cena's in that, another wrestling reference, but yeah. Oh,
6: hey, I didn't even pull it, to Circle back to Wrestling, John Cena's in that We shit. did
2: see him, he is in there. Um. And
6: he only salutes 74 times in it, so. <laughs> he a little fucking
5: Marine or whatever. Yo, yeah. actually, I
6: have I had the real,
5: like my original OG sound wave. Um, He's still metal. Man, I'm uh, jealous. Over here. Oh. Yeah. I never I had him. transform him, because he, he can't stand up straight anymore. So he's totally invalid, but he stays in his nice uh, receiver mode. I still have um. I
2: have Blaster, which is the Autobot Laserbeak. version, but it's not as cool as Soundwave.
6: Yeah, I got I um, I got the yeah, I got the two cassettes, but I have no idea what happened to my Soundwave. <laughs> See? Well, we're gonna have to negotiate for those two cassettes because I have Laserbeak
5: over here. Do you have Ravage? I
2: okay.
5: don't have Ravage. I need those. So if you if you have Ravage and Rumble especially rumble was my mother saw. frenzy yeah, buzzsaw a, trying to remember Rumble's all their the names Rhino, right yeah. yeah 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 we got that no no rumble was a little he had the um the arms that would turn into would like uh a... yeah and he would do the earthquakes uh he would do construction oh, yeah. with his arms Yeah. every episode he showed up to just talk cash shit. i'm like yo rumble you're the smallest guy here man what's going on <laughs>
2: Man, How taking do me do back do. with this. Yeah, Transformers is an all-time great cartoon and toy line from the '80s. So those of us that are of that age, you definitely uh, love Transformers and GI Joe and all that crap that came out in the Absolutely. '80s, man.
5: Absolutely,
2: man. Big Look, up to you guys for coming on here.
6: Thank you for having us. Acting like the Decepticons
2: and Autobots, heels and faces and ripping on Juice. I gotta. I think I'm gonna go watch it right now and see what I what I was wrong about all Juice. these years. I thought Juice was the that greatest. That
5: was a good one.
7: <laughs>
5: that's that's the that's the only reason I'm happy Juice existed because that joke had to happen. Oh, man. Did I you see a shark ate me? Exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Drink, bitch. Damn. <laughs> oh god, so uh, Samuel man.
2: Jackson's in it for like a second or two.
7: Yeah.
5: Listen, he was Gator. He's a fucking crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, look. I remember, see people think I didn't watch the movie. I remember the movie. No, of course
2: you did. Of course.
5: Yeah, you know I mean, so you, now, can you have can't your... call something bad
6: without <laughs> actually paying attention to it. Uh,
5: oh, no, I man. do that.
6: I do that pretty much all the time. So I disagree. I mean,
5: you're you're a terrible person. So I can't. I well,
2: there it is.
6: I also can't disagree with that. So <laughs> there you have it, mm-hmm.
2: man. Shout out to Griff and Scorsese for coming on the Infinite Banter Podcast. Big up to you guys yep. for doing this, man. I, I can't wait to play the songs in the podcast here and introduce you guys Ooh. to a new audience. And, man, it sounds like all the projects coming out are going to be that fire, as you say.
5: Absolutely. Yo, for those who are checking this, you're going to see me and Griff. We're going to start posting up some videos. I know once you hear you, what the fuck are you talking about? Watch the fucking videos. In the videos, we're going to have a, a, a little on-sale code for so anybody who's checking the Markout Media work. You dropping that on sale code, you get extra 15% off on non East Hampton Polo Boy items. That's some premium shit. I can't give you discounts on it. But if you want to get a dope, if you want to get a dope Dream Team shirt or some World Only Gods no music or something else on the cheap, I'll hold you down. That being said, Polo season, insubordinate, stay insubordinate. Don't follow fucking rules. That's what we do right here with my man Mark. Yeah, took over his podcast. The fuck y'all gonna do? Jason Griffin going to do shit. <laughs> there it is. Nah,
6: he, he already left. <laughs> <He's> Let's go.
5: <laughs> <Man. laughs> Sacking chips on record, crushing every single letter.
1: Um. Boom.
6: <laughs> here, let, me,
7: let me go to
1: my
6: kind voice. Continue, Jason. Here. No, no, no. We're ending. We were ending right there. That's that's where you can cut it off. It's
2: perfect. <laughs> all right. Thanks again to you guys for coming on the Pivotal Banter podcast. Check for Griffin Scorsese and that album Midnight Express coming out in September, and all their projects. Follow these dudes on Instagram and check out what they're doing. Insubordinate Records is in the building. Thanks again to you guys for coming on here, man.
5: Yo. Peace, man. Love you guys. Thank you so much. No doubt. Pup, Jason Griff. <laughs> uh, thanks, friend. <laughs>
2: Thanks again to Griffin Scorsese for coming on the Infinite Banter Podcast. That was some. That was really fun talking to those guys. I can't believe I have to actually defend myself on liking Juice, but uh, I'm curious, anybody listening, do you guys like Juice? Am I wrong? Whatever, but uh, yeah, really fun talking to them about their album, music they've done in the past, Transformers, everything. So let's go ahead and get into one of those songs off that album, what we talked about during the interview. This is Marvel vs. DC coming up on their Midnight Express album dropping this September. Make sure you check them out at Insubordinate Records .com. Here is Marvel vs. DC, Griff Scorsese on the Infinite Dancer
1: Podcast. Team. DC, best believe me.
3: Muscles, <laughs> Carrie champion every tent, Bosnia, soft and Daria, Black area Heist of the century, the still all Valerium, still known to carry a small villain. Get cream, my bees now Jim Lee and 93. Woken dagger, ebony and ivory, but the show was weak You know it's me,
1: and protected Criterion collected, as Siberian Drink and sped just, lot of flow so inhuman Dark art, hellblazer, card sharks, and wooden shit Genosha to Krakoa the cold city to Oa
3: Citywide specials have no coasters, now roll up Alan Moore with the Rorschach Matter of fact, my eat more red today death in the forecast With more flash to Wally West A weapon next to stroke of death, slave of greed Break your cool dreams. A true titan. My dark side is far side. A domino effect. Right? Dropping apartheid, so chill joke for real though. Savage land surrounded by mics and mutants. in next to zilla, Nathan Summers, lightning eye. Deadshot sniper eye, S dot life, and time, my next shit. You tick and pulling stuff to catch a buzz, you'll be on a march manhunt. Ain't nothing sweet, it's deep and strange, strange, make sure my shorty gets paid. We hoodie up, swinging blades on some corvius glaze. Don't be a Jay Garrick, out here pulling fast one. Frank Castle cock the hammer, it's time for action. Twin apocalypse, crush planets and kick continents Synonymous with doomsday, war, death, and pestilence Your arch nemesis, yeah, Daredevil, Pinnaship High flying ultimate, yeah. Brian Michael Bittness shit not picture this, my Jace so Jonah Jameson Smoking heavy shooters, swing around your block Your crew of Bettys, a major force in my own right Fuck around, fifty-four shots, you in a box, past the Bud Light
8: man wow what a name i love that yeah man i've been from maine to spain and deep down in the ukraine from
6: ocean to ocean to coast to coast north south east and west But one place i've
0: never been is to the infinite banner time for you to leave assholes
2: all right kirk it's time for me to go kirk acevedo right there telling you the usual cue for me to get the hell out of here and that's exactly what i am going to do big thanks to Griffin Scorsese. Follow them on Instagram. I am Jason Griff and Jihad Scorsese on Instagram. Go to their website, insubordinaterecords.com. Use the code BANTER and you will get a special discount on merch that they have on their site. So definitely support these guys. You heard two of the songs. You're going to hear one more here before I get out of here. They're just really putting together that real hip-hop music. And a lot of the themes are about wrestling and it really hits home for me because, you know, I'm a big wrestling nerd. So shout out to those dudes for doing that. And speaking of nerds, wait till you hear the Next episode. It's, uh, I'll just put this out there. If you like Star Wars and you hate Trump, this episode's for you. And it's definitely for me because <laughs> those are two things I'm really passionate about is hating that dude and loving Star Wars. So wait for the next episode. That'll be coming to you uh, this coming week. All right, it's time for me to go. Big up to Griffin Scorsese. Follow them at Insubordinate Records. Find their music, find their merch insubordinate InsubordinateRecords.com. Use Banter as your special discount code. Follow this show on Twitter at Infinite Banter. Instagram, Infinite Banter Podcast. You can even bother me at the DJ Soundway 75. I'm, I'm there. You could hit me up and bother me and say I suck or whatever. Do that too. Facebook, Infinite Banter. And then you can go to YouTube. We're on there as well. Just search Infinite Banter. There are clips from past guests on there. Listen to the show on all digital platforms. Wherever you find your podcast, this show should be there. Check out Griffin Scorsese. Go to insupportedrecords.com. Use that special discount code banter get that merch get that music that new album midnight express drop into september the songs you heard in this podcast are going to be on that album including this one right here that i'm leaving you with this is detlef with eddie kane detlef sounds familiar yeah because detlef shrimp that player from the supersonics the basketball player, well, it's named after him, and there's some references to him in this. So definitely check this one out on your way out of the podcast. Thanks again to everybody who's listening to the show. Shout-out to Griffin Scorsese. Here's Left, Griffin Scorsese, on the Infinite Banter Podcast. I'm out.
1: Hey, asshole, get off the road. And the basket. and Detlef Schreff, who has been a killer here in the
3: series. Dirty gun by the clean boxes. It's erotic when I lick a shot off, but I pull out. <laughs>
1: Chasing straight faces Money. Sean uh-huh. Kemp through the lane, changing they faces yes. I'm in the air, put you in the air You can say when We hold two uh-huh. these even young niggas spraying hey. Never tolerated shit from suckers yes. nope. They hate it, my mind uh-huh. elevated They can never get above us never. Niggas hug the block even though the streets don't never love us love We them. still uh-huh. trapped, still strapped Ducking under covers yes. Laid up with a bad honey, ducking under covers Keep the dirty paper growing like a fungus yes. We ain't with the struggling, we can't Orientated and when there's drama, you know that the kids slug it, carry sticks, hacksaw, Jim duckin',
7: Who the dopest? It shouldn't be a discussion. You know? Go hard and I'm running. This is what you want it. What you wanna Four finger nugget looking like spread mustard. All over the
3: knuckles, while your feathers getting ruffled. Fucking turkey, bent out of shape like cursive. Coward sweet, fucking slurpees. I'm the king, hit you like a. Get the message on. i be at your front
8: door with weapon drawn. You are the witness where I'm blessing y'all. Yeah, dribble like that left. You shrimps
1: getting dumped on. Your hoes getting humped on. Work getting steps on. Bad style, bad guy. Forever get my on. rep on. Yes, poke your chest out the good way. Get your chest gone. Eminem shit. Walk around with the tech drone. Brooklyn holding shit down forever. K-
6: being the toughest matchup for the Nuggets.